hey everyone, welcome back to a new video. Before I begin on the stories, I just wanted to mention, if you have your own personal scary story that you would like to send me for me to possibly narrate here on the channel, you can do so by sending it to southerncannibal.com. So if you have a personal true scary story that you'd like to share, please consider sending it my way. Now that all that's out of the way, let's begin. And remember, to always stay hungry. I'm a female, and this happened when I was 13. I was going through a really tough time with being separated from family. Eventually, the bottled up feelings got to be enough, and I had a meltdown, and I told my therapist that I'd contemplated suicide. My therapist then told my foster parent, who called my mom. Long story short, I was put on a 50-50 hold at a nearby hospital. After that, I was sent to a mental hospital. In this hospital, there was a section for kids and adults. It was pretty late now when they had brought me, and I spent the entire time on a bed in the hallway. After I was stripped and searched for cuts, I was shown a room. The room had two beds and was white with just a cubby. In the corner of the room was an empty bed, and next to the door in another corner was a girl. She looked like she was sleeping, and the nurse informed her that I was going to be rooming with her. The room was dark, so I had to tread to my side of the room without turning on the light and waking her up again. But once the nurse left, me and the other girl started talking. I told her why I was there, and she talked to me for a little bit. I thought it was all going good until she told me out of nowhere to go get the nurse, and thinking that she needed help, I went and got a nurse. She came and she stood outside of the room and she had asked the girl what was wrong. What the girl told the nurse really freaked me out. She told the nurse in a calm voice, you should move her to a different room. I don't want to kill her. The nurse looked a bit shocked and she had told another nurse to move me. She was then told not to go near me. I truly thought that she was going to try and hurt me, even if I was in another room. I'm no longer in that dark place of my life now, but that was the single most scariest moment of my life. In 2005, I had began to suffer from periodic septic fevers brought on by a bacterial infection called cellulitis. These bouts would often result in prolonged hospital stays, where I was hooked up to IV antibiotics. In 2009, during one such stay, that as luck would have it, it occurred on my birthday. I was lying in bed watching late night TV, and would occasionally glance to the door and wave at the nurses that were passing by. As I had scanned through the channels hoping for something interesting, I turned to again look at the door, and I saw a nurse standing in the doorway looking at me. Hey there, I said. The nurse smiled a kind smile, then brought a finger up to her lips, and then responded back with a, shh, and then continued on her way. I sat there dumbfounded by what had just happened, and then it dawned on me that she wasn't wearing the same modern blue scrubs of a nurse, but rather the old style nurse outfit, the white gown with the bonnet and red cross. The next morning, I had wondered if I had just dreamed the entire thing, and resolved that I had. A few days later, I was released, and as I was wheeled to the lobby, we passed by a moral of the hospital history, 
and there was a photograph of a line of nurses wearing that same uniform. To this day, I like to believe that the nurse was watching over me, performing the same duty that she served in life. I'm 16 years old, and I was around 12 years old when this had happened. I was rushed to the hospital in a small town in the Netherlands. Doctors rushed me to get scans, and they didn't wait for the results. They told me that my appendix had exploded, and I know, not everyone survives that. I stayed there for hours, and finally around 8pm, I was handed into surgery. Everything went well, but that's besides the point. I literally would have almost died if I didn't get called in for the surgery. I later woke up, and the first two days went fine. Around the third day of my recovery, I woke up and I felt something strange going on. It was around 4am and I had felt a needle going into my arm. A person then said it was for blood testing. So I checked the clock that was in front of me, and it said it was around 4.10am. It was strange because who would test blood this late? I've had it done four times during the day already, so I was really confused. I fell asleep after the person left the room, but the thought was still in the back of my mind of how confusing everything was. I woke up again, 5am this time. I had heard a tapping on the window, really hard tapping to be exact, so I'm pretty sure it wasn't just a tree hitting the window. I might sound crazy, but I'm pretty damn sure that I saw someone stand outside the window looking at me. It was also pouring outside so I was even more confused about that. I stood up, and I unhooked the machine that was holding me back to walk freely. I walked closer to the window. It was a woman, but she looked strange. It looked like the rain had completely washed her face off. I honestly thought I was dreaming, so I hit myself multiple times just to see if I was, and I wasn't. She was still there. I felt my heart drop as her mouth opened really wide, and I heard a terrible but muffled scream through the window. I then blacked out because of the panic and stress I had. I didn't faint, I just simply can't remember what happened after the scream. I had told the nurses what happened hours before, and of course they didn't believe me. I asked one of the older doctors who had worked there for years, and he confirmed to me that someone had definitely died in the room that I was staying in. He didn't want to tell me any details, which was understandable because I was a little kid. I decided to let it be for now, since I've been interested in ghosts and all of those things, so I thought I'd just leave the woman alone if I do see her outside my window again. Four more days went by, and I haven't seen her since that day. Nurses then came into my room and helped me get ready and washed up for my release from the hospital. My mom picked me up with balloons and had a really pretty bouquet of flowers. I couldn't walk really well yet, so my mom got me a wheelchair to bring me to the car. I've always found this hospital a bit unsettling because of all the paintings that were hanging around the halls. I passed a certain painting and my heart dropped. It was that same woman outside my window. I never told my mom nor any of my friends or family. I recently went back to that hospital to get my hearing checked, and that same painting was nowhere to be found. I always walked the same route, but I haven't seen it since. 
I was born with heart problems, so I've been in and out of the hospital my whole life. At the age of 12, I started to have more and more complications and spending more lengthy stays at the hospital. It started with overnights, then went to whole weekends, then to week-long stays. During these stays, I became very close with the nurses and doctors, and in a way, they became my second family. My mom and dad were staying with me as well, and also became close with them as well. One night on a long stay, we had all fallen asleep. Of course, sleep is a relative term in a hospital. We never really slept well in the hospital. I was tossing and turning when I heard what sounded like children laughing and playing in the playroom, which was just across the hall from my room. I thought to myself, what time is it? Why are there kids playing? It's like three in the morning. The laughter faded and I fell back to sleep. In the morning, the nurse had asked me how I slept. I said, it was okay, I just wish the kids wouldn't play at three in the morning. My mom then looked at me and said, you heard that too, huh? Yeah, I did, I said. We both then looked at the nurse, who had gotten really quiet by now. Nobody was in the playroom last night. Plus, quiet time starts at midnight, and the playroom is locked. The nurse said, My mom and I just looked at each other, then at the nurse. We know what we heard. Then, the nurse gave us a little tidbit of information that still creeps me the hell out to this day. We hear that a lot from this room. Was it around 3 in the morning? Yeah, that's when they usually start to play. She went on to say, I'm surprised you haven't heard even more since we are a children's hospital. And as you can imagine, not every patient stays healthy enough to leave here. This is a paranormal story that happened to me a little over four years ago. November of 2017 to be exact. I'm 18 now, but at the time I was 14. My family had just bought a new house. My family includes me, my younger sister, younger brother, younger stepbrother, and my mom and stepdad. We had before this been living in a two-bedroom apartment, so my mom and stepdad decided that we needed a little more space. They had found an old house that was kind of cheap in a way. As I said, the house was old. It was built in 1908. And the house was cheap because there was a lot of renovations that needed to be done before we could move in. For example, there was no shower here before, so we had to build that. I myself is really interested in the story of the house because it is old. My mom told me that the house used to be a hospital, mainly for soldiers. This house was also an office building before we bought it. The house has a lot of history, and it was really fun to get to discover that. So that was a little background information so that this story makes a little more sense. In November of 2017, I had an experience that I still can't explain. It had been a busy day. We hadn't moved in yet because there were still some renovations that needed to get done. But we would spend weekends here and do renovations and just hang out as a family. During the evening, my younger brother had an accident, and he and my mom went to the hospital at around 4 p.m. This is important for later in the story. They left me, my younger sister, my younger stepbrother, and my stepdad at the house. We did some cleaning and we went out for a walk before we came back and had some food, and then just relaxed. 
Even though we hadn't moved in yet, I had already picked out the room that was going to be mine. The only thing I had there was a bed, a chair, and a blow-up mattress that was leaning against the window because the windows are huge, and I didn't have any curtains yet. It was around 11 p.m., and I was sitting in my room watching a show on my mom's iPad when I heard some doors being opened from the other side of the house. I didn't think much of it, and I thought it was just my stepdad who was doing something. I decided to text my mom, who was still at the hospital with my brother, asking if they had come home already. A few minutes pass by, and she answers, then saying, No, we're still here waiting. Please don't text or call me because my battery's really low. I just answer back, saying okay. I continue watching my show. Ten minutes later, I then hear a clear knock at my door, and me assuming it's my stepdad. I tell him to come in. I wait a few seconds, but nobody opens the door. I say come in again, this time a little bit louder, thinking he didn't hear me. I wait another few seconds, but still, nobody opens the door. I get up from my bed to go open the door, only to find that nobody's there. But the weird thing is, I didn't hear anyone walk away from the door either. Beside my room is my brother's room, where I knew my younger sister and younger stepbrother were sleeping at. I went to the door and opened it quietly. When I looked inside the room, I see my sister, my stepbrother, and my stepdad all sleeping. I get a sinking feeling deep in my stomach. My stepdad wakes up from the light pouring in the room and then asks if everything's okay. I ask him if he knocked on my door, and he says no. He's been asleep for several hours. I get another sinking feeling in my stomach when I realize that it wasn't him who was opening the doors on the other side of the house right before the knock on my door if he had really been asleep for hours. I don't want to worry him, and he's not really a big believer of the paranormal, so I just say okay, and I leave the room. I go back to my room and close the door, not knowing what to think. I cannot in any way explain what happened. I calm down a little bit, and I go back to sit on my bed and watch my show. Fifteen minutes go by, and I'm calming down more and more, getting into my show again, when I then hear something from my window. I pause my show, and I listen. Not more than a few seconds later, I get a loud knock on my window. It sounded like it was coming from outside of the house. I had the mattress covering the window still, and I didn't dare to take it off. I was completely filled with fear, and I couldn't move. When I got myself together, after a few minutes, I left my room to go check if my sister, stepbrother, and stepdad were still sleeping. And yes, they were. I went to the front door and looked outside, looking for my mom's car, thinking that it could have been her or my brother trying to scare me. But I didn't see her car in the yard. I was absolutely shaking at this point, and I didn't know what to think. I went to drink a glass of water, and then I went to sit on the couch that we had in our main lobby. I sat there for like an hour, just contemplating what the hell had happened, until my mom and brother finally came home. I still to this day can't explain what I heard or what the hell happened that night, but it was the first paranormal encounter since buying this house. There's a haunted hospital near my house. I'll give some background of the place. Back in the 1930s when it was built, it was a community college. It operated as a community college until the late 1970s. It was eventually shut down 
and nobody knows why. The building just sat there until the mid-1980s when it became a hospital. My mom decided to apply there because she had just recently got her nursing degree. Anyways, since the building was really old, they decided to build a new building. They moved to the new location in September of 2001. While my mom was there, she experienced a bunch of stuff. There was also a little girl who died when she was nine years old. While my mom was walking on the third floor alone, she saw a little girl walking in the hall. She then asked her what she needed. The girl didn't even acknowledge her and just dissipated into thin air. My mom then got into the elevator as quickly as she could and told some of her co-workers. They ended up just laughing at her. There was also another time that she had to go down to the morgue all alone. She really didn't want to go down alone, but they made her. She got done with what she had to do in about 10 minutes. She ended up having to quit because she was just getting too creeped out at that job. Sometimes when we drive by that hospital, I'll look at the broken windows on the third floor. Sometimes I'll see someone just standing at the window. I'll just look at my phone or look the other way. There's absolutely no doubt in my mind that that place is haunted. There's even some paranormal groups who came to the hospital, including Southern Paranormal and even Ghost Adventures.